The following podcast contains some strong language and some very average opinions. It's probably best if you don't listen at all. The Roaring Peacock Podcast. Welcome, and you're listening to the Roaring Peacock Match Review. My name is Adonis. You know me as the Adelites on Twitter. With us is Ross from the Man on the Post podcast. Hello, mate. And small face merchant, Alex. Now then, you all right? All right, guys. How was that game, Liverpool versus Leeds? First match back in the Premier League for 16 years. I'm still not quite recovered. At full time, I had no idea what to do with myself. So I just went and walked around the garden for about half an hour. Just literally <laughs> just paced back and forth because I didn't know what to do with myself. Yeah, it was exhausting when it was proper breathless. So like from the start, it's you just couldn't take your eyes off that first half. Normally, mm-hmm. I've, I've got some really crap takes to put on Twitter uh, during a game. <laughs> yeah. But there was no chance of me even looking at my phone in that. It was just end to end. It was like five a side. Like, yeah. like a five a side game. I think Carragher say on commentary, isn't he, that if this is like a video game, someone's controlling yeah. these two teams. <laughs> just, yeah. It was. There's a story yeah. of Bielsa after a game, just he's so worked up that he stripped naked and lied down on the massage table. And that's exactly how I felt after it. <laughs> just across the dinner table. Stri- yeah, stripped naked. <laughs> I'll be in the dining room if you need me. <laughs> I'm going for a lie down. I may be some time. If this is what the Premier League's like, I'm all for this. Because yeah. they can't defend. All teams like this, just wide open at the back. Yeah, I don't know about every defence in the Premier League. I think Sheffield United might be a bit tougher, for example. Liverpool mm. did concede two goals to Blackpool in pre-season friendly. So. True, yeah. yeah. They spent £75 million on a defender and, what, £50, £60 million on a goalkeeper? Yeah, I mean... And it lost. We did, we did have a, an unbelievable efficiency rate uh, yesterday. I mean... It's quite astonishing, Didn't night like and day, <laughs> night and day. I don't want to bring XG into it because Alex is going to <laughs> <laughs> murder this topic. He doesn't like yeah. XG, but we had an XG of 0.3 and that surprised me a lot because we scored three goals and we had we the ball in their net five times. Five just goes to show that it's an absolute bullshit stat. Yeah, it made no sense, yeah. Go on, rip it up. Go on. I'm looking at the match stats, they, it looks like they dominated us. <laughs> <laughs> it just feels like it's finger in the air. That's all I'm saying. I'm sure that there's data points that I don't understand. I'm sure <laughs> I'm a bear of little brain and it doesn't just strike well with me, but it just feels like it's just a made-up stat. Shots on goal, yeah, I can understand that because that's quite tangible. Goals, that's the only stat that counts, but XG just feels like it's made up by people who want to sound intelligent. Rant over, sorry. <laughs> Now you've got that out of your system. I don't understand statistics. (laughs) We can go on the rest of the season now. (laughs) Yeah, that's it now. Regular listeners will will know not to mention XG in future because you might as well just go back to this podcast and listen to that answer um, because it's not going to change. I did feel, though, after about 20 minutes that we were completely on top. We were bossing the game. And they'd hardly had a chance. Yeah, they scored the penalty, which was, we'll get into that as well. But yeah, we scored the fantastic equaliser. And then we kind of dominated until they scored their, st- their second. We were on top but, a, lot of the, a lot of the game. But looking at the stats afterwards, I realised mm. we didn't dominate. 
we didn't have so many chances actually according to the statistics so i i went i was like right i've definitely got to watch this game again and find yeah. out why i had that like why i was in that frame of mind and i've counted the number of um let's say like opportunities or or patterns of play so instances where it could have led to a goal and by the 20th minute there was nine and uh, i mean we can we can go through them <laughs> systematically and we can we we can talk minute by minute, but obviously that would be an extremely long podcast. But the thing <laughs> is that after half an hour, I'd felt like I'd aged three years in this game. Yeah. <laughs> I was on the edge of my seat for almost yeah. 90 minutes. I seem to have this natural rhythm of if we're that competing, I'll be on the edge of my seat, leant forward. If we're behind, I'll, I'll sit back. Mm-hmm. So I've had an ab workout just, <laughs> just watching this game. <laughs> So, yeah, it was good. But yeah, like you say, it was, I think, for the first six minutes and they got their pen, I thought, right, we're going to get kicked shitless. And mm-hmm. just we're just going to have to get used to it, free it, you know, big occasion. And then when Jackie Haradonna, as he's known, kicks that, oh, it's just unbelievable what a goal. skill. <laughs> to take it past Trent Alexander-Ireland, who, who is a, a massive player, he's so good. And to take it past him so easily like he did, that's unreal. England's right back and then followed by England's centre back as well, skinning Joe Gomez on the inside. The fantastic. Um, Harrison has always had this ability to pluck a meteorite out of the sky um, with a soft feather like cushion. And and he's also been able to go around players as if they weren't there. What has always seemed to be lacking is that final that final pass or, or that final shot. And, and I think that that was the real difference yeah. today is instead of hitting it out of the stadium, you know, he's just slammed it past one of the best, probably the best goalkeeper in the world. See you later. Thanks yeah. very much. <laughs> yeah, I've always said song. about Harrison is that he's the more touches he takes, the less likely it's going to be successful. Mm. Yeah. So I think with that, he's had less time to think about him and Bamford are similar in this and we'll probably cover it later. But if he's got too much time to think, he won't do it right. But with this, he kind of just did it in one flowing move and he didn't think, he just did. And the output of that was just brilliant. Yeah, it was also now, quick, I, wasn't it? There was no time to think. He had to just yeah. beat those two men and just thump it. Yes, unreal. I always think Harrison, whenever I drop anything and try to trap it with my feet, <laughs> I just think he'll never break a phone in his life, that kid. He <laughs> just drops it and just controls it with his foot. Yeah, I think it was three touches, wasn't it? So he, he took it down and then he knocked it past Trent like he wasn't there and then he knocked it past Gomez like he yeah. wasn't there and then shot. S- slammed it into uh, into the goal. Very nice, very nice indeed. In fact, um, I saw a statistic that uh, the most times Trent had been dribbled past in a game was four and right. and he, he got dribbled past three times in that first half and I, I didn't go back and look. <laughs> But if it, it wouldn't surprise me if it was Harrison every single time. Yeah, Harrison and ourselves, we? we we haven't talked about the the penalty yet and the mm. clear um, leads bias of VAR. <laughs> We've not actually read the rules. So did did they actually check VAR? I think they did, but I think they're, they're under so much pressure to get it done quickly that I don't think they've taken into account the new rule. Yeah, and, it felt like five seconds. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, that's yeah. penalty. Yeah, and it wasn't according to according the rules, to obviously. I think it was Martin Tyler. He was the comment, mm. commentator that day. So he, he's the one who gets the signal to see if right. they are checking. And obviously they have to check anyway. But yeah, he said they are checking it. The check's over. 
it's a penalty. Um, so, but we, yeah. we even Carragher's said it was harsh. It, it, yeah, and you know that it's not a penalty if he's saying, "Oh, oh that's yeah. a bit harsh." That is, <laughs> I'm not sure they deserve that. I can't remember what he said. I think it's outrageous or something. Yeah. That given that, yeah. um, but it's a it's a meme, isn't it? That that the world is against Leeds, and especially any kind of footballing authority or referee, just any kind of authority figure. Mm hates us and i did think that var wouldn't help us out but i didn't <laughs> i didn't really think that it would take two minutes and 53 seconds <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. this is life now get used to it yeah but like straight after that though so i'm just looking at my notes so that's in the second minute in the eighth minute costas caught offside it was unlucky not it was unluckily offside so it's we our heads didn't drop at all we were straight back on it trying to get get back on terms. So. It's a really calm finish, even though he was offside. He made Alisson move, didn't he? Made him dive to his left and just yeah, stroked yeah. it in the other corner. Really smart yeah. finish. I thought, not to get ahead of myself, but Costa was fantastic. It's probably his best yeah. game for Leeds, I thought. I think I was saying last night um, to the guys that I watched the game with, it's it's a different type of game. Championship football is a different type of game to Premiership football. Mm. There's more space. There's there's sort of more respect, I guess, between the two opponents. And yeah. you've Costa thrives on that. He gets the space and he can go past a player. We didn't see that in his, his seasons in the championship. So I think we've we've really got a player there similar to Harrison as well. Mm. I think them two will thrive on the space that they'll get. So I feel like it, it it's definitely a combination of, of, of all these different factors colliding. So the 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 increased confidence, the third year with with Bielsa. And reading that article in The Guardian the other day about Bielsa's psychology, reading a new psychology book every week, sending positive little clips of all the best things that they do to, to the, the players via WhatsApp on the morning of a game yeah. or the night before. They must just get this incredible boost in, in, in confidence every time. But it's also the, the lack of time that you get in the Premier League. So everything's more instinctual, isn't it? Do you reckon, what do you reckon Sam Allardyce sends to his players on the WhatsApp group chat? Like pictures of his kebab from the previous night or, you know, pints of wine. Does, does, does anybody know a good escort service? <laughs> are you asking or is this... Uh, <laughs> this, is, this, this is Sam... Different gravy. Sam three, three bottles of wine in on a Sunday night. Lads. Reading really some of the Liverpool sites, talking about the, talking about us, it's great. No, I'm reading spelling leaves a, leaves a bit to be desired. The tweets that they put out before the game have been hilarious. <laughs> Imagine putting Bamford on, thinking that he's going to score against. Us. <laughs> <laughs> I like this one, but uh, Bielsa's game style is notoriously difficult to play against, and Leeds chase Liverpool players around the pitch like a pack of rapid dogs. Rapid, <laughs> rapid dogs. <laughs> hey, he looks fast. This guy's foaming at the mouth. <laughs> They're chasing us like a pack of rabid dogs. That story, really. He chased us like a pack of rabid dogs. Cue all the terrible accents. <laughs> the accent I, I've got, got, I got it from, um, I've never been able to do a scout, I still really can't, um, but I've never been able to do any sort of semblance of a scout accent until I went on a magical mystery tour in Liverpool. <laughs> and it's, it takes you all around the place. It's really good. You've got Penny Lane, you go to Strawberry Fields. And he gets this hospital. He just leans into it back and goes, it's a well-documented fact that John Lennon was conceived in the back kitchen of that house. <laughs> it's just two phrases that are just perfect in Scouts. I remember some. <clears throat> there was on, on TV, it was like, calm down, calm down. 
and that that's my uh, little oh, Harry Enfield on it. Yeah, phrase into it. <laughs> these lads, these lads are trying to do a Liverpool accent, and it sounds terrible. Yeah, I know it sounds terrible. <laughs> How many of these podcasts are there now where they've done a really shit Liverpool accent? It's twenty five now. Somebody yeah. tweeted that. Do you see? It? There's going to be twenty five podcasts by the end of the season. I retweet. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to have to narrow it down, lads. There's quite a few Leeds podcasts now, you know. You'll never find them. You'll never podcast alone. <laughs> um, it's been interesting to see how the, the, the journalists have kind of... They've, they've put themselves into two camps on Bielsa already, haven't they? They're either they absolutely absolutely love him or he's overblown. He's not a genius. It's all all an act, and it's going to fall apart. It's all apart. the same talking points from twenty eighteen. It's all everything that yeah. anybody that was covering the championship said the same sort of things before the game against Stoke. I was like, well, he's coming over here and he's not speaking English. That's disrespectful, you know. Blah blah blah. Yeah. <laughs> then two years later, we're promoted, and then it's the same talking points from the same sort of crusty old journalists but they've not covered and watched us in the championship so it's the same sort of yeah soon instead of full time Brexit means Brexit <laughs> yeah. there's no way Leeds can play like this every game it's like, well there's less games this year and we did it for 48 last season yeah, that's it yeah there's no way they'll but... play like this against City yeah we, we definitely <laughs> and Graham... we might get kick shit <laughs> Graham Soonest there's no way they'll keep this up the whole season hmm. <laughs> hello Graham we're Leeds <laughs> yeah <laughs> But that's the thing, it's that these a lot of these pundits, um, Lee Dixon, Jamie Carragher, Sooners, you can tell that they've never seen us play. So two minutes and fifty-three seconds, welcome to the Premier League. Here, let me just kick you in the balls. Yeah. Um eight minutes, Costa goal ruled out. Definitely offside, but uh we've got the ball in the back of the net. Um ten minutes and thirty-eight seconds, Pablo almost plays in Bamford. So that was this, the start of Bamford's uh, opportunities, um, but it's it was a poor pass from Pablo, and I have to say that he wasn't he wasn't on it this game. No, um, he wasn't. He's not yeah. his usual uh, creative self. But I think at that that point there, from that chance, that breaks from us having seven players behind the ball, and we win the ball in our half, and then that counter attack is so quick, and that's what's going to be our strength, I reckon. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's, it was good to see. So, and then the next time we attack, it's um, KP's long ball to to Jackie Harrison, and he scores. Um, Thirteen minutes, uh, click with a brilliant inception and a, and a bad through ball. And if if that had have gone right, if he'd have just played a decent, a half decent, fifteen yard pass, we'd have had a three on two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A minute later. Uh, Ailing was uh, did a bum slide, a bum slide breakdown. I've got here <laughs> on my notes. Do you remember that to block yeah. Mane and win a goal kick? Yeah. Uh, just before that as well, I, I saw that we we pressed them that high. I think it was after that chance we clicked. We pressed them that high that it caused Allison to kick it out. Mm. His ball was out in their half. They didn't look. That, uh, they looked so shaken by us pressing them that high up the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were they were like, "Woof! Hang on a minute. This isn't Blackpool." We've got a game on our hands here. <laughs> I think, though, a few of their players expected it to be like a cup game, as in there would have been a division's worth of quality between yeah. the two. Uh, even though I think Klopp did respect us, especially with his team lineup that he picked. Mm. I think a few players would think, oh, this is a walk in the park. And 
Um, I nearly said it with a Scouse accent. Well, in the park. <laughs> um, but no, they're, they're definitely trait with that. Um, and then I think when we hit them on the bounce a couple of times, that's when they look shaky because they're like, oh, shit, what do we do now? Um, yeah, it's a... Good to see. Really good. Any, any other game? I, I was just watching it going like, this is better than getting kicked shitless, isn't it? It's fucking great. <laughs> it's be- better than losing to 10-man Wigan, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, what a contrast. But um, any other game, I would have been, you know, editing Ailing doing the bum slide breakdance to, to <laughs> some sort of 80s hip-hop. But there was just, there's just been too much going on. Um, on the 15-minute mark, uh, uh, we were almost in again but Pablo's cross wasn't accurate enough to Bamford. It's headed out. And then 30 seconds later, Liverpool go up the other end of the pitch and they get a goal disallowed for offside. And 15 minutes and 30 seconds in, so they've had basically two chances if you count the first, um, if you count the penalty. Yeah. yeah. And we've had five situations where we've been attacking their their defenders and... If we'd have got it right, we would have been in every time. And but I think that that their offside goal though could be a danger for us because we were playing that high up the pitch. It's lucky that Manu was offside because if he wasn't, that is a really crap goal to give away. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. It was Robertson, wasn't it? And um, and Melier ran out, and then he instead of sort of whacking it out, booting it into Rosette, he sort of yeah. gave Manu quite a nice little pass there. <laughs> yeah. <you> get, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah <laughs> Can you Robertson chip it from that far? Yeah, <laughs> it was an accurate shot to be there. It was. Yeah, they looked dangerous every time they got the ball in the in like the final third. It's, it looked well. I got scared every time they did, and we didn't. I didn't feel that at all last season, really. Uh, but yeah, they, they're a, a serious team. Well, the champions of uh, England are those really. Yeah. <laughs> Can't really expect much more. <laughs> but they will be talking about that Klopp team for 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 decades to come. Oh, I'm yeah. sure of it. Yeah. Um, but Salah was just. What did you think of his performance? <clears throat> yeah, he's he's a special, special player. Yeah, I, I mean his goal with jumping head, but he's the way he put it in a postage stamp in the top corner. There is you could have five keepers and they're not getting to that. Yeah. Even though Melier was very, very close to getting a finger to it, I think it'd have taken his hand off if he'd have got any closer. I'm glad he did. He was really well placed, um, and yeah, it was literally just that postage stamp in that top corner. No chance. Yeah, that, that's the difference. Yeah, that's the world classness of. I think the one point for that goal though is that if Cock hadn't been caught for that handball earlier, I think he'd have made a bit more of an effort to get in the way of it. Because uh, you see in the replay that he's got his hands behind yeah. his back and he's really concerned about that and, and then doesn't get in the way of the shot, which I think in slow-mo, it's, it's a bit harder to criticise in slow-mo because what's happened and you're seeing over 30 seconds happening too. Um, but yeah, I think that's definitely on his mind. That It's just that, that intelligence and salary. He saw that, that everyone was going with the crowd towards that ball that was crossed in. Yeah. And if he just steps a few steps back and that ball's... Could come to him yeah. and it did, and yeah, it's a fantastic finish. It it was an issue um, that that goal highlighted a big issue for me, which was second balls. Now I yeah. know that, <laughs> I mean I don't know, but I imagine that Bielsa doesn't do a lot of uh, second ball training <laughs> or <laughs> set pieces. No, I wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> I think there were a few little instances where you, where you could have said, I mean, not all the time, but. Melier coming out um, and and passing it to Mane. That I think you could you could in that situation say put your foot through it, son. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there are moments, aren't there? And, and and then just on set pieces, 
you know, when we've got four four guys going for Van Dijk um, because we're in a panic and he's just scored a fantastic goal, like fantastic towering header, and we think, oh, no, here we go again. The problem was that um, it was Salah, Wijnaldum and um, Henderson were all free for that second ball waiting for that knockback. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I think... That's something that we can just that we can work on a little bit, but really, Bielsa's never really cared about set pieces, and <laughs> there's nothing pure in that, is there? There's no, no purity to set piece play. No, there's a clear tactic though with Liverpool with the corners because they would always get in the way of Van Dijk's marker. Yeah, and uh, literally, cock was blocked. We got the joke <laughs> out of the way, but but twice, so one for his goal, and then second when it was disallowed. And it was a clear tactic that we didn't pick up on on the first time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's. I think they've definitely drilled that, and that's definitely on purpose. Like Kara said, it wasn't, but it fucking is. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that that their goal when when Van Dijk scored, and I don't know what Melier's positioning was about with that. Um. There is a couple kind of them, but that, that one that was just loud in the second half was a bit weird as well. He kind of, yeah. he was in the back of his neck kind of stumbling around. I didn't really know what he was doing. Mm. Mm. I don't know. It, but it's difficult to I react. I think he's our so. best keeper. So Yeah, he's yeah. definitely our best keeper. It's difficult to react sometimes to the flight of the ball. He And he grew a little bit in confidence as well. You can see, I think it was in the second half, but there was a corner and it came in and he sort of commandingly yeah. punched it out. Mm. And I feel like we'll see, we will see more and more of that. And certainly when, it's in his area. But yeah. what I thought um, Cock can um, should say, should point out that it's pronounced Koch and, 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 yeah. and you use the H as in from the word home. So we, we do understand that, um, <laughs> that you pronounce it like that. <laughs> so Koch. Yeah, Koch. yeah. yeah. Well, that's... Okay. You're definitely going to um, get your Liverpool accent out with that. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you pronounce it. It's pronounced Koch. <laughs> what do we think to him, though, overall? Like he's, he's Ben White's replacement, and we're never going to be able to see what Ben White would be like for us in the Premier League. Yeah, I mean, for me, if you if Cooper comes back, you replace Koch. Koch. Um, because out of the two, I think Stroke had a much better game than Koch did. Uh, but he's he's only had his, he's only had training for three days or so, something yeah. like that. He's definitely going to be a standout player. He needs that tutelage and he needs that training with us before he's going to be properly ready. Yeah, same I, with Rodrigo. I want to yeah. see him. I want to see him on his marker. I want to see him like yeah. pushing him a little bit, getting in his face. You know, there was a no, couple of moments. On. There was a couple of moments <laughs> in the second half, especially that he, he he's got a turn of speed about him. He can keep up with. I think it's Marley oh, yeah, who's yeah. chased him down the line. He's got some um, legs on him, that boy. Chased him like was... a rapid dog. <laughs> yeah, some rapid dog. I thought he was fantastic on the ball. I thought he looked he looked very composed. I thought mm. all his passing and all his in-possession play was very, very good. Uh, he he also made a couple of interceptions. I don't think you can blame... You can't blame him for the, the, the goal. If it ricochets off a part of your body and goes into your arm, then... There's no. nothing you can do about that. No. There's Not nobody so. getting out of the way of that. And unless you are putting your hands behind your back while you're playing forever, that you, you're going to be giving away from that. And I think if that's... How are you going to run that like that, le- though? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if that's a legitimate penalty, that is a tactic now. If you yeah. are anywhere around the box, 
just kick it towards somebody's arm. Just smack it, yeah. And there's, you know, you've got a high percentage of getting a penalty. He's, he's just got to catch up. I think that's all it is. He's not far away. It's not like seeing um, an half-broken um, Augustine come on and mm. amble around the, the field a bit. You know, the, both of them looked, potent, they've got the potential there. So. Yeah, I want to talk Bamford. I want to talk Bamford. Yeah. Okay. He had a funny 15 minutes, didn't he? Bam that, God. That through ball that, you know, Bam God. It turned out to be Bam God. But yeah, the first one where he looked hesitant to use his right foot and then ended up tr- trying to go around the keeper and it kind of broke down. But then the ball over the top after that just hit it first time right foot, chipped the keeper and it was in. It was, yeah. It's like Harrison. The confidence. less he thinks, the better he is. Exactly. Yeah. And he could have, if he hit it first time in that first, that first chance, if he's hit that first time, he's got a high chance of getting a, at least on target. Yeah. But he's tried to take it around. And there's the players charging in for a rebound as well, if yeah. Allison had made a save and parried it somewhere. Yeah. It, it keeps it alive rather than trying to take it around him and knock it in with your left. Yeah. Just just smack it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. When in doubt, Paddy, give it a bath. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But I thought he had a really good game. I thought he he put himself about. All the defenders knew he was there. Yeah. Yeah, I thought he learned he, from that. He learned from that first one-on-one, and he thought, "Yeah, right, I'm not going to try and go around Allison. Just yeah. going to smash it." And mm. he did well. I thought he did very well off the ball. He really put himself about, and I mm. think he did better than Rodrigo did. Yeah, Rodrigo was a little bit anonymous. I think the the most he did was give away a penalty to make sure we lost. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a shame, wasn't it? That. Yeah, really I also lost. think it, it, Paddy's very good sorry. in defending corners and defending set yeah. pieces. He always yeah. seems to be on the front post and he's always getting his head on it. Yeah, we've not had that since Becchio and he, he is a really good defender. And he, he, he's got the legs to chase it down as well. If he get, gets a decent clearance from it, he can, he can run after it and put some pressure on straight away. Yeah, I thought he was unlucky to come off at the time. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he, does, he does, didn't really deserve to come off. I thought maybe it's just the fact that he wants to see what Rodrigo can do and we were very much in the game at that point, so why not? Yeah. But. Yeah, I would I left him on. The one thing that frustrates me about Bamford, and it must be tactical from Bielsa, is that he's always ending up on the right side. Mm. So where you want your centre forward to be is in the box to receive the cross, but it's Bamford that's there to get that cross in. It, it baffles me. I mean, I'm, like I said, bare little brain. I don't understand XG. But um, I would expect my centre forward to be in the box ready to receive the cross from the wide man. But it seems to be Bamford more often than not that he's he's there to do it. So. Yeah, there was a moment in the first half where him, Hernandez and Ailing just kind of all got in each other's way, just yeah. over by Andy Robertson. Like, one of you get in the box for Christ's sake. Yeah, I mean, more often than not, he's he's being used in a in a, a similar, like a hybrid false nine. So he's his positioning is is moving the defenders around as much as anything. Yeah. So that yeah. that's why he's being used. In that way, that's why he crops up in unusual positions, especially on the wings or or deep in in midfield. But hopefully, that drags defenders out of the way and that leaves spaces in behind for for Harrison and Costa, for example, or Ailing. Yeah, but the thing Dallas. is, they're not the kind of they're not the salmon rising at the far post to get a header in from across. Either they're, they're quite small, really, no. compared to Bamford. They're not so Lee Chapman. To- no, there's no Lee Chapman there, is there? No. Nobody's going to play with a broken arm, are they? Let's be fair. <laughs> is he available, yeah. Lee Chapman? We can see. He's been back once, hasn't he? We can get him back again. Why not? <laughs> didn't, go, didn't go quite as well that so first time did, back. Did it? It? <laughs> <laughs> he was wearing that shirt that you've got on, Ross. 
He was <laughs> cursed. But the the Bamford one on one, it was a brilliant ball from Aileen, and I thought Aileen had a fantastic game. He did, yeah, he mm. really did. It, not Megan Mane, <laughs> you're on corner uh, after being off the field, probably about five yards off the field. Yeah, he's just unreal confidence, and I hope to keep that up. I hope that hasn't this result hasn't knocked that confidence because that will get us points this season, that sort of stuff. Well, Mane was was their player, the outstanding player of their season last year. Yeah. Um, African Player of the Year. Um, yeah. I mean, he did he did not make Ailing as well, and a lot of Liverpool fans have reposted that clip as like this is a highlight of the game. It's like, have you not noticed that <laughs> a, a player that was in the Championship last season did the same thing to that guy minutes yeah. earlier? Um, yeah, but he he nullified that threat, and I thought he did fantastically well. I thought Dallas was very unlucky um, to be pitted against Salah because yeah. Salah was on fire yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Salah made seven tackles at half-time. It, it was like a the most anyone had made at Anfield for like an entire season or something like that. And yeah, he was he had the worst task of the whole game trying to mark Salah. And Salah's got a hat-trick, but I don't think any of that is... None of it's down to Dallas being bad. I thought he was one of our better players yesterday. He did what Stuart Dallas does. Yeah. Yeah, so at half-time, he had seven tackles and the entire Liverpool team had six. Yeah. (laughs) He was a busy man. I think, I mean, overall, I mean, not to kind of give an overall thought already, but I think that shows us that we're not going to struggle or we shouldn't struggle. Mm. with what we've got. I mean, we've been saying, oh, we've only bought two people in and, you know, where's the rest of the recruitment? But uh, take them, uh, the starting lineup. you take Cock out of that, that, that's a championship team that played in the championship last season. It's not like yeah. Villa going up and buying 11, 12 players like they did. It's not, there's been no wholesale changes. They are the guys that finished last season and they gave the champions again a proper I game. Think that continuity, I think, is vital. You saw for them yeah. the, the click goal that, I think it was, was it Costa played him in. He knew yeah. exactly where Click was making his run, yeah, and he just yeah. put it on a plate for him. Yeah, well, Stra- that first touch as well. Straps yeah. never yeah. started a, a a game at centre back. No, he's not. He looked fine, didn't he? His first he was a bit shaky career. to start with, but yeah, he lost his man a couple of times. I think he, I think like you said about Cock with starting positions. I think Strauch also struggled a little bit with that, but it's quite assured after that when he settled in. It yeah, looked the part it looked really good. Yeah, he 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 looked good out of possession. I would say uh, he did yeah. lose his man at times, though. I did notice that, um, mm. and often like caught in two minds. So, um, so when he had two players running at him, I mean that's the same with any player. But um, yeah. yeah, so when one one Liverpool player lost their man, and 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 so they were running at him, he 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 did have problems like either going with his man or. Or, or or closing down the guy with the ball, and he did end yeah. up a couple of times in no man's land, like in two minds. Yeah. yeah. Who's to say Cooper wouldn't have uh, had those same problems, and or anybody? But speaking of tackles, we had thirty-three tackles against Liverpool in Oof. that game, and that's the most versus Liverpool across the last five seasons. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Just shows how easy they've had it, really, doesn't it? It just shows, I think, how much we want, how much we want it, how much we 
we're willing to work, how hard we're willing to work and that passion, you know, that's what a tackle is. The tackle's like, no, you're not having the ball. I'm having it. <laughs> yeah. That's our we ball. kind of got to play a little bit of devil's advocate though. And some of the talking points from um, Liverpool fans and Cara is that Liverpool weren't at the best. What do you guys think? Do you reckon that's a, a fair argument? I think that's, yeah, that is fair. Like, they weren't made to look like this last season. I think it could be the fact that it's the first game of the season and it's it's mainly the same team, but it, there's, that, there's that pressure now of having to retain the title. And yeah. Old Red knows himself that so that was the hardest thing you could do. It's, it's easy to win it. You, it's much harder to retain it. And there's that yeah. pressure now. I've, I've watched a lot of Liverpool um, the last couple of seasons just because I think Klopp's a fantastic manager. I like the way they play. Um, but I don't think they've been their best for six months. Yeah, like, yeah my Liverpool sporting friends have said that, that they, they were lucky that they got so many points at the start of the season last year to wrap the title up before lockdown, basically. All the way up until the Atletico-Madrid game, I thought they, they were basically the best team in the world and they're probably never going to lose a game ever again. <laughs> and And then after that, that sort of, that cracked them a bit, I think, psychologically. And I I don't pretend to be any kind of an expert, but they they definitely didn't look the same after that. But even though they didn't play well, they still ground out a lot of results. And yeah. I yeah. think that's what they did yesterday as well. But I do I do think they've played better than than I than I have seen them play in, in a long time. Yeah. And if you're getting tack the most tackled um, that you have done in a game of any game for the last five seasons, then you've that's bound to have some kind of an effect yeah. on you. Yeah, <laughs> it's throw so you off your rhythm slightly. And tackles also show that it's not an error, is it? I mean, if you're getting in a position where you're taking the ball off another player, it's not that they've made a mistake usually. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's shown that we have worked them quite hard there. I just wanted to make sure that we're not discounting that that point of view because there could there is a chance that they're not the best, but. They've had the same sort of preparation that we have. They've had mm. internationals yeah. out. We've had internationals out and we've lost as captain. So, yeah, I think it's fair. A, a, a fair playing field, basically. Yeah, I think if you look at the game versus Arsenal last season in the Cup, we we were in a bad moment at that time. Like, we were in a bad run of form. Yeah. I think. Is that right? So Bielsa is in that, isn't it? A bad moment. Is it? Yeah, it was yeah. the start of that little wobble, wasn't it, after Christmas? Yeah, I feel like it was. Um, and and then we kind of we had a fantastic forty-five minutes, and we fell away um, yeah. against Liverpool yesterday. We had a fantastic eighty minutes before yeah. we fell away, and I think the last ten minutes they they pinned us down, and I think they probably did deserve to get something out of the game on that on the basis of that last ten minutes because they created so many chances. And it was some last-ditch defending in the end from us. But at the same time, without the help of VAR, then they probably wouldn't mm. have been in that position. I don't think they'd have felt hard done by if they'd have drawn that. No, definitely not. We feel hard done by that we've lost that. And I don't think they'd have felt hard done by if we'd have drawn. So I think that shows the level that we're at, really. Yeah, yeah. agreed. I think, yeah, I th it's a tough one, isn't it? Because... Before the game, we all predicted we'd lose or get a draw at the most, a low-scoring draw. And then to come back three times and then you, you lose to a, another penalty that was slightly suspect, it's it's disappointing. But I, I I said to my dad on the phone after the game, like 
I'm disappointed that we've lost 4-3 to Liverpool in our first game back after 16 years and they're arguably the best team in the country when four years ago, I couldn't give a toss if we lost to Brentford or someone because I hated Leeds and I hated football that much because <laughs> of what they'd done to me. But now it's like, well, this is all right. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. kind of like that, isn't it? Yeah. So um, in the last 92 games at Anfield, Eight teams have scored three goals. <clears throat> wow. Some going is that, isn't it? Some going. Yeah, but it just so... be Leeds for us to perform like that and then to lose to Hull and to Fulham. <laughs> yeah, we're, now, we're it's... definitely losing to Hull and Fulham. <laughs> Fulham for sure. They're going to thrash us. Mitrovic, Hattrick. He's going to be di- know, diving. watch them against Arsenal. They looked... They looked all over the shop against Arsenal. Mitrovic overhead kick, and he'll be elbowing Patrick Bamford in the same <laughs> movement. Yeah. Bang, bang. He's got to find a new target, and he because Ben White's not there anymore. Who's he going to elbow this time? Yeah, Bamford. <laughs> He's not been playing him though, has he? Did he play him last night? He came off the bench, yeah, second yeah. half, and had like their one shot and goal. I mean, I'm, I'd be happy if we had the fourth worst team in the league, if I'm honest. Um, so anything better than that is a bonus to me. Um, uh, we've had people say top six and Europe, and and some um, critics were saying that they've seen Leeds fans saying that we're going to qualify for the Champions League. <laughs> I haven't seen any Leeds fan do that. No. Maybe it's who I follow, but I haven't seen any Leeds fan seriously say that. I'm not even in a joke. I'm just I'm just incredibly proud of that game yesterday. I know a lot of Leeds fans yeah, said that on Twitter, but I couldn't be prouder of that team. That was the team that were mid table in the Championship under. Um, What's his face? Hecking bottom. And they've just done that to Liverpool. Yeah. I know we lost, but... I think that shows the value of a good coach, doesn't it? I mean, um, like Chilino was always saying that it's your head coach is basically somebody to look after the team and take training and stuff like that. And it's clearly that it's clear to anybody that it's much more than that. You bring in a good coach, you pay them the amount of money that they deserve. He brings in his disciples that he pays out of his own pocket, which I think yeah. is crazy. Um, and it shows you the difference he's made to them players. There's not one player that he's had for a decent period of time that he's yeah. not improved. Bring in the best watermelon you can. Yeah, that's it. Premium <laughs> watermelon. This is a Waitrose watermelon. <laughs> the, um, the the video footage proper freezed up. And Ross, you you had the most, the strangest look on your face. It's going to be fantastic. You look like a, <laughs> you look like a fucking zombie. So, oh, good. So like this. That was the look he was going for. Yeah. <laughs> better than better than your resting face. No, oh, thanks, mate. <laughs> it's terrible. I'm sorry. I quit. I'm out of it. <laughs> but yeah, I think other other bits to mention is Philip's free kick, that was not far away at all. Mm. And that that would have been sweet for that to go in. Um I was that a, would have put us ahead. I was on my feet. Um, I was. Yeah. I was on my mm. feet. I ended up near the window over there, um, just my head on my head on the window, going oh, so close. But yeah, I think, and the last thing I think I wanted to mention that I, I noted down um, after about four pages, um, their pen, the last pen, so which Rodrigo gave away, yeah, terrible foul. But if you look at the replays, he's also massively bothered about handball. Yeah, he's got his hands behind his back, and I think that took. I think that rule and that penalty giveaway has cost us two goals. 
because the first one, yeah, they've incorrectly applied the rules. And then the second one, our player's been so bothered about getting caught by the same thing that he's put a crap foul in. He's, it's a really poor challenge. So I think we've been robbed, basically, and <laughs> the FA is <laughs> Yeah, we were robbed, but you have to say, I mean, I don't know how you guys felt before, like, before the game or going into it, but I had absolutely no idea how how we'd perform. And they just they blew my mind with how well they played. I kept jumping between we're gonna yeah. get beat about four nil and then the optimist is like we could nick it. We could it could be a really tight yeah. tight nil nil and then ninety fourth minute we get a winner. You know, it goes in off Bamford's arse or something like that. Um mm. I didn't in any way predict that we'd play like we did. I couldn't see that. I couldn't see us scoring thought, three goals at all. I thought we'd try to play the way we played, the yeah. way Bielsa plays, but I didn't think we'd be able to. I thought Liverpool would overrun us. Yeah. And the, the fact that they haven't has given me so much confidence that yeah. there's teams in this division that we can just overrun completely. I mean, I think it's had the same effect on a lot of people because we're now evens uh, to stay up. <laughs> wow. So I predicted three. I predicted we'd win three two. Been playing. But. Always when I make those predictions, mm. I'm always going to be optimistic. That's always going to be the final yeah. the final view I've got. But yeah, I was exactly like you, Alex. Yeah. I was switching between we're going to get absolutely bad here and it's not going to matter. Um, or, yeah. oh, we're going to win. Oh, we're going to win. But I didn't think it was going to be tight at all. I knew that, I know that Liverpool, Liverpool's defence uh, are not fantastic and now they're trying to play this high line like Bayern, Bayern do. And it's just, I'd, yeah, I'm not sure it's working, especially against quick players like um, Jackie uh, Haradona. Am I saying it the right? That right? That sounds weird. <laughs> but the thing is, we and have Costa. quick players. Yeah, that's alien to me for the past um, the amount of years that we've watched, and we've had no pace in the team whatsoever. The Tong Norris got... Pew Brown midfield. <laughs> yeah, just classic. <laughs> Gonna get that printed on a t-shirt. <laughs> Tong and Norris and Pew. <laughs> just, just a beige t-shirt. <laughs> but yeah, this the pace that we shown, like Harrison, the cock, all, all the team. Probably Phillips in in the paces, but oh my god, if you give him that ball and he, he puts that ball over to Harrison for his goal, it's pinpoint. Yeah. And I think Southgate needs to watch that, and that's the value of having a, a solitary anchor. Rather mm-hmm. than trying to have two people to do the same job, that is what he does. That's the value he brings. Three, three people. Um, yeah, the other yeah it's... Dyer on the pitch as well. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dyer just just not giving the ball to Phillips at all. He just didn't exist. Have, have, have you seen the, um, the clip yeah. someone's put together of um, uh, Rice's highlights from the Newcastle game? Oh my no. god, Alex, you're gonna love it. It's so <laughs> bad. <laughs> It's so <laughs> bad. Every single time he gets the ball, it's just like he um, he 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 either hoofs it up up the pitch to give it back to Newcastle, basically, or misplaces his pass or misplaces a tackle. It's just terrible. It's everything. It's just it's a horror show. Yeah, and I think that it shows that as well. Phillips' performance as well. It shows that why he selected. You know, yeah. people were saying, no, he's not, he's not kicked a ball in the Premier League. Declan Rice is above him, stuff like that. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> no, thanks. He's <laughs> he's way above. Uh, I mean, I'm, I am biased because like when he got called up, it felt like it was when my own kids that get, got called up. I don't even have yeah. kids. Yeah. <laughs> so 
I, I, I can only imagine that's what it feels like. But he's, it shows there that he's at that level and obviously Southgate's seen it. And all the, the Villa fans are like, oh, yeah, you know, Grealish haven't been picked because you know, <laughs> the rule was that you don't kick a, a ball in the Premier League. Grealish is not at the same level as Phillips for me. And they're not playing the same position, but then he's not at the same level. Grealish probably could do a job for, do a job for England, but he's, he's not got the same potential as Phillips for me. Sorry, tangent. I don't know why they haven't picked they haven't picked Grealish when the rule was that he couldn't kick a ball in the the Premiership and then you can't get into the England team. It's terrible accent. Now we're gonna have all these Villa fans going, Oh, he's bloody these leads, man. (laughs) You need to wrap this up now, mate. Before we have to put a sign up like, sorry, Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> like, sorry to Bournemouth when we trash the place. <laughs> sorry to Liverpool. Sorry like to, to Liverpool. Apologise to Dave Benson Phillips. <laughs> Apo- apologies to the Magic Mystery Tour. Yeah. <laughs> Just apologies to the Premier League. This is not going to stop. We're back now. Yeah, the thing is as well, we have saved ourselves from being absolutely insufferable because we, if we'd have nicked that... Um, we everybody oh, in the much. world would have hated us. <laughs> we would have been insufferable for at least the rest of the season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now with those didn't beat Liverpool though, did you? No. <laughs> <laughs> now with those plucky triers, instead of those. Yeah, I think we will build a lot of yeah. neutral fans though from stuff like that, and yeah. I don't like that at all. I want to, mm. I want to be hated. No. Yeah, they should hate us, not like us. Right. Well, we've gone yeah. way off track here, so. That was the yeah, uh, yeah. that was the Liverpool Leeds match review, <laughs> plus extras. Fifty yeah, percent uh, match review match. and fifty percent terrible accents and <laughs> tangents. Fifty percent match review, thirty percent I'm not racist, but twenty percent. <laughs> That's getting edited out. Oh God. <laughs> That's definitely a blind alley. I feel like we need more structure to these things. That was the Roaring Peacock match review. Liverpool 4, Leeds United 3, VAR 1. We will be back on Friday for the main cast. And you can catch all of our podcasts by subscribing with your local podcast player. Probably in your pocket. That's pretty local. And you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook for some pretty dodgy and average tweets, to be fair. Thanks for listening. Most of our stats come from LUFC Stats or LUFC Data on Twitter. You should probably give them a follow as they're more interesting than us. A very special thanks to Adam Elliott, Adam Warner, Barney Stewart, Cookie Ed McIntyre, Ewan and Howard Metcalf, Josh Pearson, Laura, Leon, Nige and Rob, The Light Show, Jim Stringer and all our family and friends.